or done something supernatural, but not baptism. However, I always um, think, and I'm sure a lot of you do, that when, when someone's being baptized or sharing a testimony, it's actually uh, as good as any preacher you'll ever hear because a testimony sort of shares what God has done in your life, however he's done it in your life, and it's a beautiful thing. So I'm going to call uh, a young couple to come up now, and, um, and they're going to share a little bit about themselves. So would Idris and Tolu, Oleyedi, like to come forward? You've heard of a three-point sermon, haven't you? This is a three-point interview. Yeah, so, yep, I'll, I'll leave you to do that at the right time. Okay, so, Idris, also known as Leke, and I just think of him as multi-talented, multi-multi-multi, okay? And Tolu, who every time I hear her sing, I wish I could sing like her, but because my voice is broken, I can't sing exactly like her but the, the beauty and the quality. So, question number one. Uh, and I don't know who's going to answer first. Um, how did you meet Jesus? How did you come to faith? So I'm going to put the mic in between you, and whoever wants to grab it first can grab it first. I didn't really grab it, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> wow. Well, uh, where do I start? So, I was actually born a Muslim. So, my first, my first name is actually Aziza, or Aziza, which is a Muslim name. Um, so, my parents, when they came to... So, that I'm originally from Nigeria. My parents, when they came to this country, both Muslim families, backgrounds. So, I, out of my three... One is deceased. Um, I was the only Muslim one. Well, I, I was a Muslim and my sister who passed away, she was also a Muslim. Um, and when my sister actually passed away, um, my parents, obviously, as, as normal people would be, they were de devastated, they were distraught. Um, so that's when their friends sort of encouraged them to come to church, you know, come and try this God that we, we talk about. So they did. Um, so... Around about when I was two or three, we started going to church. Um, and then when I was four, my brother was born. So his name is Elijah. So he's the first Christian <laughs> born named person in our family. So, uh, yeah, we kind of went to church for a while. Then we stopped going to church because, yeah, I didn't think my parents, after a while, didn't really think it was for them. So we still were serving as Christians, but we were at home most of the time. So we had home church. Um, much to my displeasure. Um, and I just, at one point, I was in school, and I think I was just really just kind of just, obviously I claimed to be a Christian, but I wasn't really living that lifestyle at all. Um, so when I was about 15, after school, when I'd finished school, I, was, I remember I was 15, 16, and going on to college, and the one thing that I really wanted was to be popular in school, because I was bullied and stuff. And when I finally got that, I kind of got to a point where I was like, is that it? I was like, I, 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 was, I was 
begging to be popular. I really wanted to be like in with the cool kids or the crowd. And when I got there, it was just, I've just felt this emptiness that I've never felt before. Um, and yeah, so just before that or on that week, someone had, someone was preaching in the street and they gave out tracks. And normally I'm the number one person to avoid those people. But I did take the track that week and I was in my room and I was just like, okay, um, I definitely know that something is happening to me here because I just feel so empty. And then I remember someone gave me a track and then I read through the track um, and I basically gave my life to Christ in my room when I was 16. So that's the first time that I encountered and had a physical or spiritual encounter with Jesus Christ. And I was, I've been saved since then. Amen. Beat that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Really? <laughs> it's not a competition there, okay? <laughs> I, too, was born a Muslim. Uh, yeah, I was born a Muslim. Hence the name Idris. It's actually a Muslim name. Um, apparently, he's a prophet um, in the Muslim world. Um, so my name is Idris. Funny enough, I do like the name Idris, funny enough, um, because it gives me an opportunity to talk somewhere, because people always ask me, oh, oh, my name's Idris. Are you Muslim? No, I'm a Christian. So, and it always has the opportunity to kind of engage in conversation, which is quite cool. Um, but yeah, born a Muslim. So my older brother, so there's three of us. My older brother, Muslim, his name is, is Aziz. Um, Idris, Tosin's the only one. He plays guitar. He actually hasn't got a Muslim name because by the time he was born, we were then Christians, my family. So his name is Oluwa Tusin, which means God is enough to serve. So, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so I was born Muslim, named Idris. Um, to be honest, my, my parents, to be fair, were always kind of in church. Like my mom is a, de- is a deacon in church, deaconess is what they call it, in her church. So she's always been a prayer warrior, always praying. And she taught us how to pray from like a really young age. I remember when her friends used to come round and who asked myself and my brother to pray, they were like, whoa, you know, I want my children to be like yours because they can pray, they're kids. And we would just copy what my parents were doing, to be honest. Um, but I've always been in church um, from as far as I can remember. Um, in fact, I started playing piano in church at the age of 11. So, yeah, at the age of 11, I started playing piano in church. Um, so in my eyes, I was a Christian. <clears throat> it wasn't until I got to about 15... Between the age of 11 and 15, I started to kind of see there was a difference between how I was acting outside of the church and how I was behaving in church. To the extent, actually, I was one of the worst behaviors in my school. Um, people might have believed this when I say I was actually a really naughty child. Um, to the extent, I would run on the tables when my head of year was in the classroom. That's how bad I was. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was naughty, really naughty. Um, but I think when I got to the age of six, 15-ish, um, no, before that, I remember my pastor at the time tried to force me to get baptized. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not getting baptized. I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. Um, you can't force me to get baptized. So I was slightly rebellion because um, they were saying, according to church tradition, that I have to be baptized in order to even play piano in church. So there was all of that anyway. Um, I was like, no, but they let me off. And it was like a day, I remember getting baptized the day before my 16th birthday. And I don't know what happened, but I just remember saying, do you know what? I think it's high time that I start becoming serious. I don't, I don't know what it was. It was just like a, um, a revelation, shall I say, a kind of like, actually, ah, I remember what it was now. It was a story that I heard. Someone was given a testimony and said how someone, a pastor went to someone's house, randomly started talking about Jesus. And, it, and apparently this person was Muslim and this person has heard about Christ all the time but wasn't interested. But I think this time this pastor said to this person, do you know someone died for you? 
And the Muslim person started to weep because it was like, someone died. What do you mean someone died? And I think he took that seriously. That's what kind of really touched his heart. And actually, I remember hearing that story and that touched mine, my heart as well. The mere fact that someone died. Do you know what I mean? And in my heart, it was just like, whoa, that's actually quite deep. That's something serious, someone to lay their life down to die. And I think actually that's where it's, the switch clicked for me. Kind of like someone actually died for me. Someone cared enough to kind of go like, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't, apart from Tully, probably most likely not leave my life for anybody. Um, and to kind of hear someone did that for me. And for me, that, that, the switch flipped for me. So I remember getting baptised the day before my 16th birthday. Um, yeah, I remember the 8th of March. can't remember the year. It's a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> um, a day before my 16th birthday. So that made me save about roughly 14 years. Um, so I'll be 30 next year, so I'll be 14, 14 years that I've been safe, and I've never looked back since. Um, yes, I've had my up and downs during the time, and I can tell you story after story of things that I've done wrong, and I'm like, God, have mercy. But God's been faithful, he kept me, and since I gave my life to Christ, I have to say, God has there's some unnatural favour on me. I don't know what it is, or grace, but I just believe this God has just favoured me or graced me. <laughs> there you go. Who finds a wife, finds a good thing, and attains favour from the Lord. So yeah, she's right. It's favour on my life. But yeah, that's, I gave my life to Christ. The decision was made the day before my 16th birthday where I got baptised, yeah. So yeah, that was a long story, sorry. Were you going to say something? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, that's wonderful. And you know, you know one thing I got out of it is in, in the world, there are negative connotations relating to 16. And to hear that these two guys had something wonderful um, happen to him at 16. Praise God. This is wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful. I hope you're all thinking about who's going to be next up here, because <laughs> honestly, it's really good to hear. Okay, the, the second question is, um, we're all intrigued to know, well, I am anyway, and I'm sure these guys are, how did you meet each other? <laughs> Meet, All right, meet, as meet. they share, look at this couple and see how they respond. How did we meet? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. <laughs> okay, you briefly share your version, you briefly share oh, yours. And then as a congregation, we all sort of wait up. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's me, it's not our whole story of how we got together, just me. Okay, so... Uh, in 2008, I went to university and I, oh, this is such a, <laughs> right, 2008, so I was in uni, first year of uni, and I made a new friend, and she happened to be mutual friends with this guy on my right, um, and so she used to, she, 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 we just got really close, she used to tell me all her, basically, stories of the, the church that she went to, so the church that he grew up in. Um, and I had no idea of this person, never seen him before. She used to be like, oh, yeah, he's like my big brother, older father figure. She, you know, she really praised him. She, you know, she didn't say anything bad about him. Um, she was just telling, I think you, at the time, she was dating his best friend and he was dating the best friend's sister. So then they, she was just telling, yeah, crazy. Um, this is all in church, isn't it? Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so she used to tell me stories. I'm like, okay, great. That's how great I know about this person. Um, fast forward to a year later, when I was still in university, my choir leader at the time of my university fellowship invited me to an event um, called Upper Room. And she was really, again, like, oh, yeah, I'm part of this choir called Genesis Youth, which you'll hear about in a bit. Um, you know, come and meet my choir, you know, the direct. She spoke, again, highly of 
him again. So I came along thinking, oh, great, yeah, 2009, you know, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just like, okay, let me go to this event. I'm, I see him. And the first thing I'm thinking is, wow, his clothes are oversized. <laughs> so he was this skinny guy, dark guy, wearing oversized clothes. And she introduced her. And it was orange. I was thinking, eh, colour combination, like fashion no-no. I was like, oh my gosh. But obviously, I just thought, okay, hey, not, hi. I, but I don't think I actually clicked the two. So the first time we actually set eyes on each other, as in met, was in 2009, in, around um, the middle of the year. Um, so, yeah, so we met, and a year after that, we were at our choir, the choir leader's birthday. I saw him with his friends, and he was, you know, as guys do, trying to be uh, macho, macho, and he was acting up. I was thinking, Ugh, this guy with this... First of all, your clothes were oversized, probably, again, and you're acting like some... Yeah, just... I was thinking, oh, who's this guy? So, anyway, that was 2010, and then... <laughs> so so I graduated in 2011. I'm trying to speed it up here. And then I was like, okay, I really liked um, going to choir in uni. I want to join another choir. So then I thought, hey, let me just... I had two choirs in mind. One of them was Genesis. I thought, let me go and join Genesis. I literally up the road from my house. I lived in Layton at the time. And then I came in and I, again, I just thought, oh, okay, um, you know... I was, just, I was in this place where I was like, oh, guys are so annoying. I don't really want to meet any guys. And I joined this choir and I did see all these 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds. I'm like, yeah, I'm in the right place. There's no, there's no potential person that could, you know, ruin my life or something. So then I, I went to the first rehearsal um, and I saw everyone. I was like, oh, hey, everyone. The next rehearsal, he walks in with all these guys. He's like, ah, and I'm just thinking, ah. I was thinking, ah, you know how when little girls are like, ah, boys. And I was like, oh. Gosh, rolls eyes. Um, so I see him again, and he's he's actually the choir director, isn't it? Director at the time. And I was thinking, oh, okay, just smile it through. And then we obviously had a bit of connection about music. And then I remember when I was leaving that rehearsal, he was like, <clears throat> so, my dear, what's your name? And I was thinking, <laughs> first of all, do not call me dear, because we don't know each other like that. That's, I was just like, my name's Solly, rolls eyes. You know, I was trying to be all... Ugh. I wasn't even interested. I was just thinking, oh my gosh, this guy. So he, I think he was trying to be all guyish with me, but I wasn't really having it. And then, well, you know, long story short, we got married anyway. <laughs> remember, this is how we met. Don't go into I'm not going to go into detail. Okay. I actually can't remember. No, I'm joking. Um, so. I think my version is correct. Your version is correct. Um, I'm just going to add to what she said. Um, so she's right. It's just funny because at the time the rehearsal started, um, I was in my master's. So I wasn't around in Genesis for about a year or so. Um, so when I came back, um, she had joined. Um, she had joined. And I remember having a conversation with the, my code choir director. And she said she wanted some people from her uni to come and join. And I was like, no, I'm reluctant. I don't want no one joining. Um, only because I wanted to train people in house to become leaders rather than call leaders from outside or whatever um so when i saw her to be honest with you i remember the first rehearsal i wasn't there so the second she said the second rehearsal i turned up with all my guys we walked with our instruments everything and i took over and it was just like yeah i know she didn't want and at the time i wasn't interested in girls because i had a bit of uh shall i say mishaps in uni and i was not interested in girls like girls get away from me you guys annoy me i don't want nothing to do with you so actually that's where i was i'll be honest with you um so anyway, so that happened. So I'd, and then she was singing, and I remember saying certain musical language and terms, and she understood. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So, so it kind of softened me a little bit, because I was, remember I was coming in really hard body. In a I sense. think he hated me when he first saw me. I didn't hate you. I just didn't like you there. Anyway, so, no, I'm joking. 
um, at the time. This is all at the time. But anyway, um, so, so she had some musical knowledge. I thought, that's impressive. So I was asking her questions. And yes, I did say, so my dear, how is your, what's your name? And she didn't like that. But anyway, the following week, yes, I almost have to say the story. The following week... Um, so she used to call me uncle, by the way. She used to call me Uncle Leke, okay? And that was her way of separating the kind of, just to make sure that there's nothing happening here, you're an uncle to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the following week, she goes to me, so uncle, when are you getting married? No, she said, uncle Leke, when are you getting married? No word of a lie. The first response in my head was, when you're ready. I was going to say it. <laughs> I was going to say it, but I didn't. And I held back. And I swallowed, swallowed and I was like, yeah, whenever God you know, is ready. That's what I responded. But I was so close to saying, when you're ready. But I just thought I should add that. Sorry. Wait, can I just add, in that moment, in my head, I actually thought he was going to say that. And I, I was ready to really just go like, if you... I was ready to rip into him and say, <laughs> hell to the no. <laughs> it's not happening. But anyway. Okay. So just to summarize, a girl that didn't like boys and a boy that didn't like girls... <laughs> And now they're married. <laughs> Let me think. There must be a God. There must be a God. There must be a God. That, that, that's got to be. Okay. Third, third question. What is God doing in your lives now? I'll let you The Lord is doing great things, I believe. Um, um, we have the privilege of traveling a lot. Um, in regards to kind of worship and that's kind of what God is and I think that's what we have in common we're both worshippers and I love that um, I always say that I couldn't marry someone that couldn't sing no offence but and she plays bass just saying that she's like an undercover bass player as well um, so she's very musical she's you know and the way she thinks and I, I love it um, and I think for me that's well First of all, I guess our ministry is collided. We both have a passion for young people. Um, so hence why we're in Genesis Youth Ministries. And we have a passion for... I remember when we first came together, again, we had you know, previous um, kind of bad relationships with people. And one of the things we said together was we want a godly marriage. <clears throat> so we both on that path of understanding what a godly marriage is, um, coming together, being worshippers, coming together, um, be having a passion for young people, having a passion for people generally. Um, so we have the privilege to travel. So this year we've done six 24 hours worships. Um, we did one in the UK that was in Leighton. We did four in America, uh, New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Maryland. And we did one in Ireland um, earlier this month in November. And yeah, we just go around traveling, worshipping, um, investing in people's lives, taking time with young people. Like we have, surprisingly, um, well, not surprisingly, but we have young people who look up to us. So we have one girl in our group who says, oh, we want to do a Leke and Tolu. We want to do a Leke and Tolu. And what she means by that is not to kiss each other until they say, um, the first time we ever kissed was at the altar. Um, when they said, you want Pinachi man and wife, you man, I'll kiss the bride. It's the first time we kissed. But... I'm not going to say it was easy. That was the most difficult thing I had to do. In my, bearing out coming from the, the past that we had as well. So it was difficult. But we decided that if we were to take that first kiss beforehand, we, only God knows where it would have gone down, um, to be honest. Um, so we decided kind of, okay, let's keep it till then. So it was the first time. So a lot of people, thank God, were saying, we want to do a Leko and Tolu, and we're not going to kiss till we get to the altar. So, um, so the, what God is doing, 24 hours worship, traveling, being able to worship, you know, investing in young people, people who are in relationships, just advising them. Not to say we know everything, because we are still getting advice from people above us. So there's like three couples that we hold on to on top of us. Um, <coughs> Brian Verena, Kelly Carly, Kelly Carly, <laughs> Uncle Debo and Auntie Annie, uh, just to name a few, that we hold on to them and kind of like, look, you're investing in life, whether you like it or not. And what we learn from them 
we then invest in young people. So that's what I think what the Lord is doing for us. And we just, yeah, godly marriage, worshippers and looking after people, blessing people, yeah. Um, another thing to add as well, that for some reason, God uses us to bring people together. Um, because like at our birthdays and weddings, you've just got, we had loads of people from all walks of life. Funny enough, a lot of them did know each other. But anyway, but when we go somewhere, like you see sometimes we bring people from Genesis or we'll bring people from people that we've met because I feel like, yeah, that's one of the things that, you know, God wants us to do. It's not just, you know, fair enough, we all go to different churches. We may have, you know, different views, but it doesn't mean that some people go over there. Or we like, to, I know that God really likes us to sort of get people, you know, of all races, all ages. You know, we've taken people to Isle of Wight um, for a couple of days just, and people are just blown away by the fact that, you know, um, it's not just about living in London, it's living in the out, in the open. So that's one thing that God uses us to do and he, he's invested a lot of resource, resources into us and we're just using it for his glory, yeah. Amen. Sorry. So, um, I hope you enjoy that. We're just going to finish off. Um, Leke, Idris, I'll let you choose whatever you want to call it. What do you prefer, actually? Okay. I'm going to think of something. No, it's okay. Do you want to get your... your, um, So, they're just going to show a clip. It's a video clip of what they do. And um, before they do... I just, I just want you to reach out your hands because it's very clear that God's anointing is on them and he's using them. And, and when, when God is using you like that, you need, you need wisdom because you need to know how much to do, how much not to do, where to invest your life, all these different things. You, you, you need wisdom. So I just want to pray, and if you agree with me, that, Father, you would... Um, Continue the wonderful work you're doing in this wonderful, beautiful couple's life. Thank you so much for what you've done uh, in their lives. Thank you for the people that have invested in your lives, in their lives, and uh, the lives that they've invested into as well. And it's all the work of your hands. And we thank you, Lord. And we, we simply ask, Father, that you would give them wisdom in greater and greater and increasing measure so that they would continue to do what you've called them to do in the right way, uh, with the right people, and, and with the right attitude of heart. And, uh, and you can see behind them that there's a cross. Father, help them to keep the cross central in their marriage. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Wonderful. Thank you, guys. And by the way, we, we are going to do 24-hour worship in Woolwich Community Church. We will be doing it. Um, already discussions are taking place with our worship leaders, and uh, we will come back to you with dates in the new year. Okay? So just be praying into that, because uh, that's where God is leading us as a church. Wonderful. So I hope you're up for being interviewed and sharing your story. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.